Something's happening. And we're recording. Okay, we're alive. John Gruden fucks horses. That's real. Welcome back to the Anything But a Basketball podcast. You have your Don, that's me, Damien, wearing a sweet Cleo Mac jersey he ordered immediately after signing. We have a Josh Joyle sexual large and in charge. We have a Brandon Joyle car trouble still has a huge horn. Okay, we're going to go on to week four. <laughs> Last week, week four predictions, what I had. I took the Chiefs. I was right on that one. Chiefs ended up winning in Denver, 27-23. Keep in mind, I am reading off of just a fucked up thing. Uh, Ravens, Steelers, Ravens win 26-14. Chargers, Niners, Chargers come out on top by two, 29-27. Seahawks, Cards up by three. Seattle, 22-17. Saints, Giants, 33-18. Saints, Drew Brees, huge cock. Raiders, Browns, goes into fucking OT, fucking 45-42. Raiders, didn't see that coming. Titans, Eagles, 26-23, overtime thriller. Bengals, last second tutter to A.J. Green, 37-36. Jaguars, 31-12 over the Jets. Garbage. Cowboys, pulling one out for once against the hapless Lions, 26-24. Patriots, 38-7 over the Dolphins. They're terrible. Packers, 22-0 over the Bills. No one even thought about that. Mitch Trubisky and the Bears, 300 yards, five tutters in the first half. Bears route the Buccaneers, 48-10. Vikings, Rams, nail-biter. Rams win again, 38-31. Colts, Texans, Texans coming on top by 337-34. And that is your entire week four scoring. Uh, I was I was right nine times. I was wrong six times. Nine and six overall. Not terrible, not great. Kind of close to 500 there. Then Damien had did I better. Was, I was 10 and five. Uh where where I went right was the Rams, Bears, Jags, Pats, Texans, Packers, Saints, Chargers, Ravens, and Chiefs. Fair enough. I went right. Houston, Packers, Pats, Jags, Seattle, Saints, Chargers, and the Chiefs. I picked against Denver. I was right. I knew it, as soon as the third quarter started, I knew I was right. Patrick Mahomes, fucking legend. Legend in the making. Kid completes every fucking pass he ever threw. What the fuck's going on there? Uh, so the season total on that, uh, Don, you are 30, 31, and 2. Mm. I am 35, 26, and 2. Not bad. Uh, last week, we kind of hit a snag. We had a wedding, Damien's wedding. Congratulations on that. Uh, podcasting was a little difficult going into the following week just because... There's a lot going on. I was going, getting re- gearing up, getting ready to go back to work. Damien was doing a lot of wedding stuff, so we didn't really have a great podcast. Damien did his solo podcast that week. It went well. Quick hitters. Uh, short, sweet, to the point. Uh, moving into the week four, must start, must sit, which Josh and Bundy were not a part of because they weren't uh, there. We were just swamped with everything else. Uh, I said must start Giovanni Bernard at running back. Good call. 24 PPR and two tutters. Galladay, he only had 11. That wasn't a great call. Mayfield, not a great call. 12 points. And Kelsey had 20, so that was a good call. Uh, shut out in the first half against Denver, but he came back in the second half, made some plays. So Kelsey and Bernard were my only two really good 
picks on the must start. On the must sit end, I fucked up pretty bad. Uh, Kareem Hunt went off big. So if you sat Kareem Hunt based on what I said, I'm sorry. Andrew Luck also had 35 PPR points. New England wide wide receivers uh, is mostly they mostly throw to running backs out of the backfield, so it wasn't really a big day for wide receivers in New England. They don't have any. Cordell uh, Patterson. Cordell Patterson had a, was a kick return, punt return. No, he had three receptions, 54 yards and a touchdown, and so did uh, Philip Dorsett. Had a 55 yards and a touchdown. Okay. Yeah, 87% to 90% of you probably do not have either one of those people on your lineup, so I'm not worried about it. If you do, you're probably playing in some sort of, like, 16-man league. Yeah, if you have Philip Dorsett, you are definitely in a 16-man league because he's not on anyone's radar. Uh, I said to sit Eric Ebron. He had 15 points, so all across the board, pretty much, I was wrong on the must-sits. It's an offensive league. Everyone's scoring points now, so... That's just it is what it is. Did you touch on Andrew Luck throwing the ball sixty two times? That's <laughs> is that insane. stupid. That is that stupid. Is insane. Buddy can snowboard, hurt himself, throw the ball sixty two times. I don't know. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> when I saw Jacoby Brissett last week, previous week, come in for the final Hail Mary, I was like, all right, this guy's got nothing left. His shoulders fucked. He comes into the fucking week four, is like, fuck you to forge. I'm going to get 35 fucking PPR points and shit all over your hopes and dreams. And he did. And that's fine. Big shout-out, Andrew Luck. Big shout-out, Denver Broncos. Big shout-out, Vance Joseph. He ruined my birthday. I appreciate that. It's awesome. You sound really happy about it. I'm not. I want to I wanna just fucking shoot myself in the dick, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just ride out this 6 and fucking 6 and 10 season that they're going to have and just and live with it. It's fine. Well, you're more they, optimistic today than you were yesterday. Yesterday you told me they're going 3-13. and 13. They might. They might go 3-13. They might win next week against the Jets. I'm still not going to pick them because I think they're terrible at football. The entire team is god-awful. Vance Joseph's terrible. Case Keenum's terrible. The running attack is brutal. The running defense is solid, and the pass defense is fucking a joke. Who would you have last week? Must start, must sit. Must start, I had Phillip Rivers, a quarterback, uh, 250 yards, three touchdowns, 22 points. Uh, Gio Bernard at running back, 24 PPR points, two touchdowns. I said start Sterling Shepard versus New Orleans, and he had 10 receptions, 77 yards, and a touchdown, 23 PPR points. And I said to start Trey Burton. Uh, that, if he didn't have that one touchdown pass, I, I would have been wrong. He had yeah. two receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown, 16. The first half points. was good to Chicago. <clears throat> and then, so those were all those were all solid. I wouldn't say they were failures. Um, my failure for this week was set, telling people to sit Derek Carr versus Cleveland. Derek Carr had 437 yards, four touchdowns, mm. couple INTs, 31 Damn. points. Damn. Browns defense, don't sleep on them. Yikes. Uh, and then I said to sit Dion Lewis and Derrick Henry. Dion Lewis had 15 PPR points. I don't I don't know if he carried the ball at all. He had no, nine he receptions. tied her out of the backfield a lot, though. Nine receptions for 66 yards. Uh, Derrick Henry had four PPR points. He's garbage. Yeah. True. I Fuck him. Fuck him. I watched him live. He's on my fantasy team. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, oh. it hurts. It hurts. 
Uh, I'm really, I, I wish I didn't waste a pick on him in one of my leagues. Yeah, you did though. I did. Um, then I said to sit Quincy Anunua and Robbie Anderson. Uh, Quincy Anunua had 10 PPR points. Robbie Anderson had three. I said to sit Vance McDonald and Jesse James. Jesse James had three PPR points. And McDonald though. Nine PPR points. Would have had 11 if he didn't fumble. Oh, that's fair. But all in all, probably wrong on the tight ends, and well, one of them, and then the quarterback, Derek. You could have played Deion Lewis, you could have played Derek Carr, and you could have played Vance McDonald. You probably have been just fine, especially at a at a weak position like tight ends. They're fucking, they're slim pickings. It's tough. I need one right now. I can't get one. Oh my goodness. So. Must start, must sit. It's kind of a weird week this week. A lot of games decided by single digits, overtime, close games. Uh, you know, I, I out of my six losses, I think four of them were decided in overtime or by a last-second field goal. So it's tough to say on that. It was, it was a good week of football if you were watching. If you didn't have a team, if you were just kind of out there watching, definitely worth uh, tuning in this week for sure. A lot of great games. But uh, must start, must sits. I kind of shit at the bed on the uh, must sits. Cream Hunt went off, obviously. That that hurt me a lot, personally. As a Broncos a fan? Yeah, as a Broncos fan, that hurt my feelings a lot. Uh, I didn't see that coming. Running, he didn't do that well. A couple big breaks, but held pretty neatly. Then out of the backfield though he just ridiculous. I don't know. Mahomes is he's God. He's Jesus. I'm gonna say it. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. We'll you know, because he's got the Jags. That's a that's a big test. Big time. Yeah, that's a huge test. The only thing that that keeps me confident in Denver is the fact that the Chiefs are probably the best offensive team in football right now. I would say. Maybe the Rams are better, just because they're all around. But, ah, fuck. Their defense is so piss poor. What do you think about the, what do you think about the Rams losing Tlaib, though? Yeah. That's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. They paid him a little bit, but you know what? That's fine. They got a lot of young talent coming up. They got a young linebacker crew. They got a young secondary behind the starters. I think they'll be alright. Uh, the defense is still just as good as they've always been. Without Tlaib was Tlaib was relevant three years ago. Uh, he, not he so much. He's not a hundred percent though either. No, he's not. Who we got? The Rams. Who do they have this week? Even Seahawks. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Get a week of rest in. Fucking who cares? Russell Wilson is. Is Russell Wilson, but he has nobody around him. I mean, Lockett, maybe. Baldwin, possibly. Maybe. That'll be fresh. I don't know. Them hips are getting old. Yeah. Them hips are getting getting old. old. Yeah, I'm not worried about it this week against Seattle. I think think the uh, Rams win by at least 15. Probably not. Touching on that, we're going to work our way into week five now that we've gone over the atrocities of week four. 
especially the Denver Broncos loss, which hurt me greatly emotionally. Uh, so week five, we're starting off. We got Colts, Pats, Broncos, Jets, Packers at Lions, Giants at Panthers, Titans at Bills, Falcons at Steelers, Ravens at the Browns, Dolphins at the Bengals, Jags at the Chiefs. Watch that one. Raiders at the Chargers, divisional matchup, Vikings at the Eagles, another good one, Rams at Seattle, meh, Cards at Niners, who cares, Cowboys at Texans, who cares, Redskins at Saints, Saints by a million. Don, you want to walk through this? Uh, so we'll start with the Colts, Pats, and then each one of us picks who we yep. think is going to win. Yep. That way it gets a little, it's more organized that way, I guess. Yeah, Easier exactly. to keep going. Uh, yep. For Colts, Pats, week one, I got the Pats. I got the Pats by at least 10. Pats are favored by 10. I got the Pats. Mm, you know, Andrew Luck, I think this is going to be his time to come out and finally hush the haters. I'm going with the Colts. Colts wow, with yeah. the upset. Colts by 10. We'll go nice, that guys. far. Okay. I like it's it. In, it's in uh, in Gillette. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Quando, what you got? I feel like it's going to be a tight one, but I feel like the Patriots still win. Yeah. And by tight, it's going to be like 70 to 68 because neither of them have a defense, and they both got pretty good quarterbacks. So. Okay, question, question. Where's uh, where's Gordon? When's he? Uh... He had four points last week. 420 in a PPR league. Perfect, uh, perfect scoring for him. This is probably it. Probably gonna go off this week because the fucking Colts suck. Mm, Let's see play. Double cover uh, I, I'm not gonna say they suck, but you know they're not good. What, Andrew that was, Luck, he's that a different was, human. That was Gordon's. I was more talking about the defense. I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think it'll be high-scoring. But that was Gordon. Was that Gordon's second week last week with the Patriots? First, first wasn't it? First week active. Yeah. So, I mean, third week, learn the playbook a little bit more. I'm sure he'll come around. I see the Pats win 37-24. I think Andrew Luck makes a couple mistakes. Yeah, I'm good with that. 37-24, Pats. Yeah, I got the Pats covering the 10-point spread. All right, who do we got next? Next, we got Broncos at Jets. Jets favored by one. Jets yeah, are favored by one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Jets by ten. I'm gonna say the Broncos going to the East Coast. The Broncos going to the East Coast are almost winless. Jets are a solid squad. They got a good defense. Uh, Sam Darnold goes big against that secondary. No longer the no fly zone. You can throw for 400 all fucking day on the Broncos. Jets win by ten at least. You sound salty. Yeah. A little butthurt, I think. I'm just realistic. I don't. I I watched them all year. They ain't got it. You ain't got it. You're gonna go four and four and twelve at best this year as the Broncos fan. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with the Broncos beating the Jets, and that game will probably be like three to two. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. The Broncos can only kick field goals. McManus is the only person on that team that scores points. So. <laughs> I got the Broncos by one, three to two. Nice. <laughs> three, three to two in overtime. 
because they blocked like some <laughs> two safeties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Broncos by two. I got the Broncos winning five to three overtime <laughs> right. safety and OT. Perfect. <laughs> Ballsy. Von Miller. Von Miller. It's a safety and OT. I like it. They're just such a bad squad from fucking the bottom of the roster to the top. They they're not they're not worthy of beating anybody. Especially bring, uh, bring back Paxton Lynch. Bring back Paxton Lynch. Here we go. Let's get a oh, roll in Denver. Let's get a roll If Denver starts Chad Kelly before week eight, they might finish five hundred. They might. They might. Why haven't we gone to Chad Kelly yet? I don't know. I've been watching uh, fucking Case Keenum this whole year, and he's a sad, sorry-ass excuse for a quarterback. He really is. He <laughs> makes fucking all the mistakes. He should have thrown four picks last night. Should have. Should have oh, thrown four picks. In his defense, one of his interceptions was just a really good defensive play by that guy. In his defense, he should have thrown four of them. In his defense, <laughs> in his defense, Don, I don't know who number 82 is, but he's fucking garbage. I, walked, I watched him all night last night. Don't you ever he's talk like... shit about Jeff Howerman? <laughs> he was he not good. Fucking enigma. Jake Butt blew his ACL again. Go figure. Buddy's out of the league for sure. Oh, Michigan boy. That hurts. I'm going to go Denver. I'm going to say Denver takes it. That running back tandem swamps the Jets. I say. Defense, defense holds the Jets. Denver's D holds the Jets to 10 points. Broncos put up four tutties on the ground. Yikes. Not a chance. Philip Lindsay will probably get in the pile and throw hands again. So. <laughs> hey, they're not, uh, they're not holding it against them, I guess. They're going to let it ride. Fucking joke he is. All right. After the Broncos, Jets, travesty, we get the Packers at the Lions, which is another travesty. Packers by a million. Really? Packers closer than that. I think it's going to be by like three. I'm going to go it's going to be with. Tight. Uh, now I'm, I'm going to go Lions. Wow. Lions beat the Packers. Packers defense still a bunch of shit bags. Can't do shit. Matt Stafford can throw that fucking ball. They can fire that pigskin. Aaron Rodgers not 100 percent yet. Kind of still a liability there. Lions win probably. 21-17 Lions. Nice. It, it, is Aaron Rodgers aware that he's got Jimmy Graham at tight end, or is that yeah, just he threw, a... uh, three touchdowns the last two weeks, Jimmy Graham. I mean, you'd think he'd be racking up yardage like crazy because he got how many wideouts on the outside that could run around like fucking mad. Yeah, Jimmy Graham had 21 yards last week. Not a, not a great showing, but... He had a, he had a touchdown also. Yeah, he did he's a he's a he's a big body down in that red zone, but other than that, I guess you don't want him. I'm going Lions. I'm I'm thinking Stafford's Aaron, got the cannon. Aaron Rodgers' his whole career has never thrown a tight end, so I don't know why anyone's surprised now that Jimmy Graham is not producing. He's never well, thrown to tight ends his whole life. Never. That's won. not true. Yeah, that's, that's he liked true. he liked your Michael Finley a lot. Oh, sorry. Two thousand six, your Michael Finley had a solid year. Two thousand six. More like 2012, but yeah, we get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Stafford, Stafford puts up three bills and three toddies. Lions taker. The amount of touchdowns Aaron Rodgers has thrown to tight ends 
over the last 10 years is dwarfed by the amount of touchdowns that Patrick Mahomes has thrown to wide receivers just this season. Put it that way. Yeah, for some reason, they don't like to utilize their tight ends, but... They don't. They don't. They run Fuck the ball you, in the middle, and they throw to the fucking flats. I'm going to say this for Nick Hulkinson. Fuck you, Mike McCarthy, you fat fuck. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yes. Shout out, Nick. Okie. So, uh, we should dabble in the uh, happy horse shit quarterback, uh, roughing the quarterback penalties. We should. We'll get later. to that after we get later through the picks on. this week. Because that's uh, got the kid fired up a little bit, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I agree. After the Packers-Lions, we got the Giants at the Panthers. I got the Panthers winning by 10. Panthers by eh, 8. Fair enough. Panthers at home. Giants. Eli Manning, big fucking forehead. Sucks. He's slow. No offensive line. Defensive booty. Christian McCaffrey probably has like 13 touchdowns himself, so it's going to be like 144-3. to three. I'm going to Carolina blowout. Uh, Eli, just God fucking awful. I can't. He's terrible. Carolina by a lot. Fair enough. Titans at Buffalo. I got the Titans by five. Titans by three. Titans 27, 27 to seven. After watching them dismantle Philly towards the end of that game to come back, I'm, I'm going Titans. Titans by 10. I will say, Titans defense is pretty goddamn good. And if very Marcus, good, very underrated. If Marcus Mariota's on point. I've seen him sling a couple balls this weekend. He can fucking sling that thing. Pretty balls. But he did get screwed over by a couple wide receivers with some drop balls. But then again, he did have some uh, questionable passes, but still. But then again, you got you to gotta think that, that injury is a fact. He's got that. We've seen him. He had that half glove on. His, like, his ring finger and his pinky and his thumb. He's got that weird that weird glove made for him because he had that injury and he can't feel like the tips of his fingers or whatever. True, but if when Marcus Mariota's on, the Titans are a fucking wagon. True. Alright, so we all picked Titans. And then we got the Falcons at the Steelers. I got the Falcons by I got the Falcons by four. Hey. I got the Steelers coming in, or at home, they need one. You got Steelers? I got Steelers. I got I got Matty Ice slanging it all over the goddamn place. He's putting up four more just because he's on my fantasy team, but yeah. Same. Falcon Steelers. Let's not forget, Pittsburgh, both defenses are garbage. Oh, Terrible. absolutely. Absolutely fucking atrocious. Atlanta's defense, they lost, like, the amount of ligaments torn in Atlanta <laughs> is stupid. <laughs> I agree. Falcons at the big catch-up bottle. Oh, fuck. Both defenses are bad. Both quarterbacks can sling it. Julio Jones, A.B. 
Calvin Ridley bursting on the scene here. Hashtag fantasy points. I got the Falcons 42, 42 to 30. I like it. I like it. Next up, Ravens at Browns. I got the Ravens by 10. I got the the Ravens in a close one. I think the Browns are going to hang tough in this game. I think uh, the Browns take it. Chubb, Carlos Hyde, all over the place, all day. Chubb. Browns got it. Browns got it. Chubb's going to go five carries, 135 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. Well, he did last week. Did you see his numbers yeah. last week? Kid had, what do you have, yeah, he... and 100 and some yards on three touches? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just Jesus Christ. Ravens, Browns. Both defenses are pretty stout. It's going to be a fucking slugfest. I don't even know if anybody's going to score. Might end in a tie. But uh, we'll go Ravens, 17, Browns, 10. I like it. Following week, following game, sorry. Jags at Chiefs, big one. I got the Jacksonville Jaguars up by three. This is the week where we find out if Patrick Mahomes is actually matchup proof. Like, if it doesn't matter who he's playing, he's going to get you fantasy points. Mm-hmm. If he does that this week, if he scores well versus the Jags, Patrick Mahomes is for real. That's what I think. Um. But I think the Jags are going to win in a tight one. Go ahead, Bundo. As much as I want Patty Mahomes to light it up against the Jags, I think the Jags' defense is just too much. Chiefs don't have a defense. Uh, we're going – Blake Bortles has been surprisingly really good, to me at least. I'm going to say the Jaguars – Put the fucking Spurs to him. 34-10. I'm going Jags as well. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's gonna be a little closer than usual. I'm gonna go 28-21. Chiefs Chiefs get shut down late to tie it. Okay. After that we got an AFC West matchup. Raiders, Chargers. I got the Chargers. Storming onto the scene. Chargers, Phillip Rivers, they go up. Fuck. I mean, honestly, the Chargers probably won that game by 20. I was not impressed with how they played versus the Niners. I think the Chargers are going to win in overtime. The Raiders are going to keep it tight. I don't know. I thought the Chargers would do much better versus the Niners than they did. Same. I did not expect the 49ers to keep it that close against the Chargers last week. So, for that reason alone, I'm going to say it's going to be a tight one. Marshawn Lynch might tear it up, perhaps. So, I'm going to go with the Raiders after a big win that they needed. And after they just dismantled that Cleveland Browns defense, which is actually pretty good. Raiders 27, Chargers 17. As much as I fucking hate to say it, I'm going to agree with Bundo. Going with Oakland. I think uh, they got their first taste of a W. They're going to come out and they're going to, I think they're going to manhandle LA. I'm going 34 to 14. Fair enough. 
Vikings at Eagles. I got the Vikings by 10. Eagles defense, not impressive. Vikings offense, very impressive. I think I think the Vikings are hurting for a win. Uh, I think the Vikings come out on top, but not by 10. It's going to be a closer game than that, I think. Vikings-Eagles. Vikings have a pretty powerful offense. Eagles have... Not been as powerful as you would expect with the return of Carson Wentz. Eagles defense hasn't been the defense that we've seen last year. Kirk Cousins has been lighting it up, so I think the Vikings are going to take care of business in Philly by a pretty decent margin. I think uh, Philly bounces back, takes a close one, 17-13. You know, I, I actually changed my mind on this one. I did. I'm going to say the Vikings by 20. Big Kirk Wow. Goes up 500 yards. Ooh. Six totters. Eagles I bet you went to said that in the stands in fucking Nashville yesterday or two fuck days Nashville. ago and we were fucking watching that goddamn game. Fuck Nashville and fuck the Eagles fans. Shout out Tay. Vikings <laughs> destroy the Eagles by 20. Next mm. week. Rams at Seattle. Who gives a shit? Rams win by a million points. <laughs> Same. Rams by a ton. Yeah. Defense is too good. Offense is just fucking clicking. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams shut them out this week. I wouldn't be either. Divisional games are always pretty close. Earl Thomas Seattle. is done, though. Earl Thomas is done. Doesn't matter. Divisional game in Seattle. Rams win a close one. Rams win. Seattle's defense hasn't been relevant in two years. Yeah, but Earl Thomas was the last link left holding down yeah. some sort and of stride. Speaking of Earl Thomas. Break into the secondary and go for fucking Don't, don't even do it, Damo. Don't even do it. No. Speaking don't even of Earl, do it. Okay. All I'm saying is my favorite quote of the week, Earl Thomas, when he flipped off the fucking the Seahawks sideline, right? A reporter asked, who do you think that was directed at? Pete Carroll says, I don't know, big stadium. <laughs> uh, yes. You know who. Yes. Last win. Oh, my God. This next game, I don't even know. Oh, my fucking God. Let it roll. How about the next one? Who gives a shit? Cards, Niners. I got the Niners by 10. I think Bethard is doing just good enough. George Hill, good guy to throw it to. I don't know. College over teammates. Over-under on Jimmy G getting a handy during this game. Uh, and his boot, probably pretty good. He's going to be up in the fucking skybox getting a handy. That's fine. Do what you got to do. But okay. <laughs> Niners win. Just uh, Niners win anywhere between 7 and 10 points. It's going to be an ugly, close, who-gives-a-shit game. Niners are favored by four. I'm going to take the cards on the road. First win of the season. Yikes. For no reason at all, because I don't (laughs) give a fuck about either of these teams. Fair enough. Fair fair assessment. (laughs) Bethard Bethard was impressive last week. So I'm going to take the Niners against the Cardinals, because the Cardinals are a fucking dumpster fire. So... True. There's that. 
that is the epitome of a dumpster fire right there in Arizona. When you send your starter down to third string, you got issues. Yeah. Big time. Fuck. I'm going money though. So I'm going Niners. Niners in a nine to three game. All field goals. (laughs) Robbie Gould takes the kicker victory. Excellent. Robbie good as gold. We got Don, did we skip did we skip the Dolphins Bengals game? I think we might have. We did. Dolphins Bengals game. We'll get to them. All right, right now. Dolphins at Cincinnati Bengals. I got the Bengals winning by 25 or more. Defense is great. Offense looking on fire. Coming out swinging. Matty Ice struggled it early. Came in in the end. Still ended up losing last second. Bengals against the Dolphins. Undefeated Dolphins up until last week. That's fine. You got smacked by New England, who have nobody. I'm going to go ahead and say... The run is over. Miami's booty again. Bengals win by 25 or more. I got Andy Dalton throwing three picks. It's going to be a close one. Bengals, Dolphins. Bengals win by three. I'm going to go with the uh, surprising Dolphins this year. I'm Mm. taking the Dolphins at the Bengals. Tannehill's going to ride the ship. He's going to get sailing again. They'll be all right. They win in Cincinnati. No. Tannehill throws three picks, one of them a pick six. Cincinnati Street Cats go down this week. <laughs> I'm going uh, Dolphins only because I need Kenyon Drake to fucking do something and uh, <laughs> get more than seven fantasy points in a game. So hopefully he can find his rhythm and run all over Cincy. Question. Did Brock Osweiler make an appearance last week or on Sunday? I think that happened. Well, okay, I wish he would have made an appearance in the Denver Broncos huddle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking Jesus, Case Keenum is worse than fucking someone oh. with cerebral palsy. <laughs> I'd rather have someone in a wheelchair chucking that football. Uh, to touch I on that, Damien, Osweiler did come in, went four for five, 35 yards and a touchdown. Look for the rocket ship to to <laughs> this week. <laughs> the rocket ship. The rocket ship. Yes. Yes. I it's launching once again. Holy fuck. Oh, you talk shit about Michelob Ultra, buddy's sitting there with a the Michelob in his hand right now. I've seen Don't it. Don't talk shit about Michelob Ultra. Don't talk shit about Total. Did you ever talk shit about Total? All right, moving on from that. Cards and Niners, everyone picked the Niners. We got the Cowboys at the Texans. I got Deshaun Watson dropping his big, hairy nutsack in the mouth of fucking everybody in the Cowboys locker room. Texans win 15 points. Wow. 15. That kind of hurt. What the? Yikes. What's he doing? Deshaun Watson's thrown three tutters at least the last three games. I'm going with it. Texans at home. Texans are favored by three and a half. Mm, three and a half. At 11 and a half. That's what they're going to win by. Because the Cowboys are garbage. <laughs> Fake news. It's true. It's just true. DNN over here. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> oh, you threw out the old I'm dick and nuts. I'm obviously aggressive on that. You but. gave him the dick and nuts. Yeah, uh, Sean Watson going to drop his big hairy sack right in the mouth of Dak Prescott. He's going to throw two picks. 
Ezekiel Elliott might have a day, might have a tutter, but he's going to fumble twice. I'm going to go ahead and say Ezekiel Elliott ends up with 65 yards, two fumbles, and a tutter. Zeke Elliott's not fumbling. I don't think it's going to happen. You lost your fucking mind. All right, go ahead, Bondo. Cowboys, Texans. Battle of Texas, big one. Sunday night. Sunday night football. Boys come to play Sunday nights. No. Des Bryant, you know, he throws out there that he prefers to play in Dallas. He might make a comeback this week. Jerry's got the ball. Impressive week offensively. Des Bryant hasn't been relevant in three years. He gives a fuck if he comes back. It's like Josh Gordon in the face. Let me finish. Go ahead. Anyway. (laughs) Deke had a big week last week. I think he does it again. Cowboys defense is actually pretty good. Better than the Broncos defense. Let's make that known. Byron Jones, best cornerback in the league. Look it up. As of right now. Through week four. Cowboys, Cowboys beat the Texans 24-21. Mm, the fact that you think the Cowboys are going to put up more than 20 points in a game is sad. They did last week. Fake news. It's not. Actually. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. You, you can tell Donald's hatred for anything when he just starts talking out of his ass. Yeah. yeah. The Cowboys put, did put up 20 like, like, points against the absolutely hapless Lions. Who gives a uh, shit? Uh, they got better corners than the fucking Texans do. So, who Darius Slay? That's one person. Oh boy. Okay. Anyway, you guys are done with your piston match. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Cowboys. Obviously. Um, I'm going Cowboys. Twenty-four seventeen. Zeke had a big week last week, too, though. Oh, big week. He had 240 scrimmage yards or some shit like that? Yes. He had a 240 or something. Yeah. Big fan of that beard as well. My goodness. Big fan. uh, I cannot hate on Zeke as much as I'd like to. I can't. That dude is an enigma. In fact, he came from Ohio State. You know, I kind of want to hate him, but... I can't. I He's a cowboy now. Got to do it. Got to suck it up. Yeah. Later. Later we need to touch on that Penn State-Ohio State game. What Ooh. the fuck are we doing, James Franklin? <laughs> what I is was, happening? I, I was not happy. Oh, I watched it last I was watching year. that game. I was watching that game, and I was pissed off like it was fucking Michigan losing to Ohio State. Yeah, I had uh, to watch it live because I was at work at the time, but yeah. I did watch it live. Me and Bundo were completely fucking shit-faced in Nashville during that game, so we didn't really care. Bundo was was throwing ones on the stage for all the uh, karaoke fucking singers. But uh, all the Penn State fans were not too happy. I was coherent. Every time (laughs) Urban Meyer would come on the TV, I'd point at him and turn around in the bar and be like, boo this man. I got the crowd ready. (laughs) crowd was hyped. (laughs) All I need to get shit on. I got into it. It's all right, though. All right, we're going off on a tangent. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Next one. Oh, I was just going to say Texans by three. That's all. That is all. Hurts. That is all. Hurts. On to the next one. Yeah, I just think Deshaun Watson's got him on the right track. He's going to sling it around. Dak Prescott's been relatively disappointing the entire season. Okay Besides week last week. week. Okay, Two tutters. Says. Two tutters. Who gives a shit? 
He only has two on the year, so does it really how matter? Many, how many K's got? This year? Last week. Last week. Zero. But okay. I've... I'm not even. We're gonna talk about fucking Case Keenum. <laughs> we're gonna fucking talk about Case Keenum, okay? I never rode Case Keenum's dick, and we're That's gonna get into it. why I think that he's a piece of shit later. Right now, we're talking about the Cowboys. Dial it in, boys. I hate Case Keenum more right. than I hate Tom Brady, right. and I hope roll. Tom Brady gets fucking AIDS tomorrow, okay? Roll that fucking raffle and fucking reel it in. Let's go. We got skins and Saints. Skins <laughs> Saints. I got the Saints. Skins, solid running attack. Could be a close game. I'm still going to take the Saints, though. I'm going to take the Saints by six. Saints at home. Saints win 37-34. Will Lutz, field goal as time expires. I sure hope so. He's on my fantasy team. Saints, Redskins. In the Big Easy. In the Dome. So uh, Mark Ingram comes back after suspension. Alvin Kamara had a good week last week. Redskins are surprising, but then again, it's the Redskins. You never know what's going to happen. I'm going to go Saints, Saints 28, Redskins 14. There, the Saints in a dome at home. <clears throat> Thomas, Alvin Kamara <clears throat> in. I don't think Washington can hang at all when it gets when it comes down to it. I'm going I'm going forty two seventeen Saints. Forty two points they put up on the skins. Drew Brees breaks the record too, so congrats, Drew Brees. You heard it here first. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, he needs two hundred and one yards. Yeah. He, he can do that with a clock. Okay. He'll he'll double that this weekend. Don't worry about hashtag that. hashtag Daddy Drew. Speaking of speaking of records, how about uh, Vinatieri? Mm. Five sixty six. Big oh, fan. Christ. Twenty three years in the making. I don't think I've ever seen that much gray hair in a guy's head in a fucking NFL. Yeah. Hard true. to come by. All right. Sexual though, definitely sexual. So, sexual, very sexual. Before we get into the must start, must sits of week five, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about Case Keenum. Let's talk a little bit about that. Shall right, let's let how let's about let Don gonna... go off about Case oh, yeah. Keenum. Shut the yeah, fuck I'm, up. I'm gonna go get something to drink. And I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about John fucking Elway selling the house. Piss. You go ahead, Don. Sold the house for two good years. Hey, you got it. Now what? You pay fucking the worst QB in the fucking NFL. Good job, buddy. Fucking dude is a fucking lame. He's thrown twice as many picks as Tutters this year. He should have thrown five last night, for Christ's sake. You watch him play. It's third and six. Hey, why don't we throw it fucking one yard past the line of scrimmage and just hope Emmanuel Sanders pulls magic out of his asshole? Let me tell you something, motherfucker. You're not Peyton Manning, okay? You're a piece of shit fucking lame. You should have stayed in fucking Minnesota, you piece of shit. Enjoy your $18 million guaranteed. I hope you get AIDS tomorrow. You and Tom Brady both. You're fucking useless. Holy fuck. Oh, man. That's a lot. salty, Don. I watched that whole game. I was so fucking mad the whole time. Are are you done? No. Is that it? No. I was expecting more. No. And besides Case Keenum, fuck you, Vance Joseph. Just bleep their names. 
He fucking sat there and jerked off to 8-8, eight and eight, four straight seasons. Oh, let's fucking pay this guy. Let's pay Case Keenum. Hey, John Elway, you were great in the NFL, but you're a garbage fucking GM, and your fucking picks are terrible. Holy fuck, Don. All right. Your draft picks are garbage. Your coaching picks are garbage. Your QBs are dog shit. Look at the last fucking five you picked, you fucking lame. Why don't you comb your hair, you fucking asshole? Combs his hair with a butterfinger. Yeah, you already know. If it wasn't for Bradley Chubb, his draft status would be fucking zero because he's garbage. <laughs> oh, man. That's heavy. Seriously? Vance Joseph? You fucking fag. You're up by 10 in the third quarter. Hey, let's play not to lose, even though we don't even deserve to be in this fucking game to begin with. Why don't you fucking pull your nuts out? Put them on the fucking table and play a goddamn game of football once in your fucking life. Oh, <laughs> does that feel good? Fired up. Fired up. I hate Vance Joseph. I hate Case Keenum. I hope that team finishes fucking three and thirteen. I couldn't tell. You need an AED over there? <laughs> yeah, I might. I might. I'll, I'll send you some tongs and a. I don't know, Mountain Dew or something. No. Okay, I really like what they've done with the defense. I like where they're at there. You need a viable quarterback. Case Keenum is. There's a reason nobody's signed him long-term. He's been on 17 fucking teams, for Christ's sake. He's fucking useless, okay? <laughs> useless. He's very accurate within three yards. That's great if you want to win by 13 fucking points, 13 to 10 every week. Well, that's not going to happen against Patty fucking Mahomes, but he's slinging it, okay? They're going to score 30 points. You have you, to score more than 30 fucking points. Did you see him warming up before the game yesterday? Yeah. Mahomes? I did not. Playing oh, an 80-yard bombs like it was nothing. Yeah. He's pretty much standing the, still. The guy is a fucking it. enigma, okay? Yeah, you hold him to 65 yards in the first half. That's all fine and good. Do you really think that's going to fucking last? Get the fuck over yourself. Ron you Miller, are you shitting me? Really? With that much money you're getting paid? You don't even try? You fucking lame. I, oh. I will say one thing about Patrick Mahomes, though. God giveth, God taketh away. Old buddy sounds like fucking Kermit the Frog. Yeah, yeah. dude fucking yeah, straight up started. We actually laughed our asses off in Nashville. Somebody brought that up. We looked at the video. Fucking incredible. Yeah. I, we all died. Uh, my name is Patrick Mahomes, and uh, I just want to say that my teammates <laughs> are incredible. Fuck you, Pat Mahomes. Fuck you, Andy <laughs> Reid. You're both fucking lame. Hey, Mahomes, hey, hey. In the uh, I thought hey. we were going to have a harder game against the Broncos, but uh, we came out and kind of whipped their ass. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, you got to lay off Andy Reid, though. Oh, to be fair, to be fair, the Chiefs came out scoring four or five touchdowns a game. They didn't do dick, okay? I don't care what Pat Mahomes said. He had a great second half. That's fine. But you did not play that well against low-caliber talent. You did not. You had a good day. But you did not have a fucking six-tutter day. You didn't. Okay? If it wasn't for Case Keenum being virtually useless on offense, they lose that game by fucking 20, at least. So... He needs to go back to the drawing board. Once you play a good team in the playoffs, you're going to go ahead, go up head-to-head -head against New England. In New England, you're getting smacked by 20. 
I'll tell you that right now. Tighten up, Mahomes. You got a lot of work to do. All right. The Broncos are a five-win team at best. Wait, wait a fucking minute. Weren't we just praising Mahomes like, I don't know, a minute and a half ago? I'm saying he's a great quarterback. I'm also saying that he is not Tom Brady. And when he goes into those playoffs in the AFC, he is going to get fucking thwacked hard. And he's going to fucking yet, fail. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it week four. After week four, I'm calling it. Patrick Mahomes wins the AFC West. That's fine. Has a great year statistically. Goes into the playoffs. Andy Reid falls apart like he always does. And the Chiefs crumble in the divisional round. Wow. Man, that was that was that was some sort of tangent. That was I think we just killed uh Yeah, we just killed like solid nine, ten minutes right there. You know what? I I'm fiery about it. I you know, it's tough for me because when I I'm young, right? And I've watched the Broncos be so good for so many years, and now I'm watching them be so bad and it hurts. Yeah, Most. tell me about it. Tell me about it. Early 2000s Cowboys. Oh, get off almost dick, shit. you fag. You're the one fucking screaming about how good Tony Romo is all the time. What the fuck did he ever do for you besides eight wins? We're talking, previous, we're talking previously. Yeah, I'm talking Romo. Yeah, I'm like, talking oh, like Drew Quincy, Bledsoe, like Quincy Carter Quincy years. Carter, uh, Drew mm. Hansen. Yikes! Yikes! Let's yeah. just all agree, Don, you are preaching to the wrong fucking crowd here. Yeah, yeah, you got a Bears fan and two two Cowboys fans. All right, I get it. Wrong, wrong crowd. I'm just saying, as a Broncos fan, you have a recent Super Bowl, first... motherfucker. Uh, Super Bowl Fifty champs, suck a dick, okay, faggots. Okay, okay, hang on, just one second. Uh, damn, how big of a boner did you have when old Mitchie had five TDs in the first half? Yikes! Give Bears game like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I was I was uncomfortable the entire time. I am not used to the Bears having a fucking lead. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. what though, that, that that fucking Bears D is they're for real. Yeah, I like the I like the D. Cleo Mack literally rips the arms off of people and beats them to death right with them. Whew! Let's get into the must start must sits week five fantasy football PPR leagues. Okay, that's what we play. All PPR. Uh, for me, we're only doing QB, wide receiver, running back, and tight end because no one gives a shit about the defense or kickers. Okay? I'll tell you right now. I have Harrison Bucker. That's just fine. If you have any other kicker in the league, it's probably also just fine. It, the defense doesn't really matter. It's a week-to-week thing. So you just kind of take what you got and hope to get seven points. That's it. So for must start, I got Matt Ryan against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh defense is fucking terrible. Matty Ice has been nothing but impeccable outside of like week one. Ah, running backs, Melvin Gordon against Oakland. Oakland still giving up seven, eight yards a play. Not great. Melvin Gordon's going to have a big day. Antonio Brown versus Atlanta at wideout. He's tired of it. He's tired of the hype. He's tired of the bullshit. He's tired of the fucking articles. Take a text out of context. Fucking tweet. Whatever it was. All of a sudden, he's like, you know what? I'm going to put the team on my back here. I'm going to get 200 yards. Fucking three tutters. I don't give a shit. Zach Ertz versus Minnesota. Minnesota gives up a lot of yards. Tight ends. A ton. Zach Ertz. Great fucking 
player. He's going to snag a couple. At least at least one touchdown from Zach Ertz. As a tight end, you're happy with that. <clears throat> on uh, on my must-start, must-sit, or what? Yeah, I got Matt Ryan, Melvin Gordon, Antonio Brown, and Zach Ertz. All right. Uh, me, this week, I have uh, quarterback, I think. So I go, a lot of times I go somewhere where most people don't think, I guess. So outside there's not really the box kind of guy. Out, outside the box kind of guy. I'm not going to tell you to play, you know, Matt, Rob, Matt, Gronk, Rob Gronkowski. Matty Ice this week. Weird. Yeah. So. I went Alex Smith versus New Orleans. Alex Smith, uh, I said Alex Smith because New Orleans allows a lot of points to quarterbacks. 30th in points to quarterbacks this season. Um, and New Orleans defense is garbage. So I think it's, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. And then running back must start. I said TJ Yeldon versus Kansas City because everybody scores points against Kansas City running back wise. Both running backs for Denver scored. Everybody fucking scores. Leonard Fournette's out again. Hamstring. Glad I don't fucking own him in the league. That's tough. Yeah, I do. Fuck my life. <laughs> hammy. That's going to be a tough one all season. Fuck my hammy. Uh, bold prediction. Yeldon finds the end zone twice this week versus Kansas City. Yikes. Wide receiver. I said any wide receiver in the Pittsburgh-Atlanta game. That includes Antonio Brown, Juju, Julio, and Ridley. I like all four this week. Maybe even Muhammad Sanu. Big time Muhammad Sanu. Big big week yeah. last week. Big week last week. I like it. Uh, Pittsburgh's 29th against wide receivers. Atlanta's 26th against wide receivers. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. There's going to be points everywhere. Holy Christ. Delford Dimes all over. Yep. Um, and then tight end, I said Austin Hooper versus Pittsburgh, mostly because tight ends this week is tough. Um, there's not a whole lot of good matchups, and there's not a whole lot of good tight ends out there. And I don't, I never really, I usually don't go like the tell you to sit Rob or start Rob Gronkowski. Like I like I try to go outside the box. I try to stay away from the top four guys. You know, it's a no brainer. Yeah, stay away from the no brainers, I guess. But. Uh, I try to, but uh, so yeah, Austin Hooper versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gives up the most points to tight ends. Uh, tough week for tight ends. Tough matchups. I like, I like Hooper to get some targets this week in a high-scoring game. All right, for me, I'm gonna go with Drew Brees against the Skins because I'll need Drew to break that record because Drew's a savage. Love the guy. He's been ripping it up. Uh, for running back this week. Since uh, they seem to be going back to the workhorse down at Dallas, and he had a big week last week, we're going Zeke at running back at Donald. As for wide receiver, like you touched on, Damian, Steelers, Falcons, it's going to be a shootout. I'm going to go with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Start them both if you can. Uh, as for tight end, I'm going to go Jared Cook against the Chargers because he's been on a tear lately. Okay, I got quarterback-wide receiver combo that you should definitely slap on the board this week. 
Goff and Cooks clicking last week, big time. Okay. Running back, Cooper, Cooper Solo Cup. Cooper Cup, he's uh, he's coming up too. Um, who is it? Robert Woods. Robert one? Woods, yeah. Yep. All three of them have been producing lately. Um, and I know I cursed his name earlier, but I think uh, Derrick Henry, again for the sake of my fantasy football team, gets more than five points this week. I'm going with Derrick Henry, and then Jesse James in that Atlanta Pittsburgh sling off at tight end. He's what? tight end number two now. You didn't know. I don't care. If, if you go if you go up and down the list, there's really no other tight ends to really pick up anymore. So yeah. I went with Jesse James. I think he's a diamond in a rough. I picked him up last year. He did well for me. Fast McDonald's doubling his targets the last two weeks, though. Donald. Right. Must sit. Who do you got? Ah, must sit. Case Keenum versus the Jets. Case Keenum does not score points. Brandon McManus does score points. You get down to about the 20, 30, you get kicking field goal. Okay, they're not scoring a touchdown. They're just not going to do it. They won't do it for you. They're going to leave you unstuck, score a fucking field goal. They'll probably lose 27 to 9. First and 10 from the 25, send out McManus. Yep. <laughs> it's uh second and seven on the opponent's twenty nine yard line. Why don't we just kick it? Might as well. Uh Chase Keenum's booty. Don't ever start him ever in your fantasy team. He's garbage. Running back, Dalvin Cook versus the Eagles. Eagles have a solid, solid D line running back or fucking linebacker crew. Front seven's great. Cook's been banged up. He he's gonna be rested, but I just don't see he's gonna have the production that he should have. At wide receiver on my must-sits, I got Josh Gordon. He's still learning the playbook. Edelman is back. Tom Brady loves his tiny honky wide receiver. Okay. Josh Gordon's not going to have a big day. Tight ends. I got Jesse James versus the Falcons. McDonald's been – I mean, we're, we're talking like 18 to 6 as far as targets go. There's McDonald, James. Uh, absolutely do not start Jesse James against the Falcons. He's not going to have a good day. Okay. I got uh, quarterback must sit Andy Dalton versus Miami. Not a good matchup. Stealthy, good defense. Well, it has been so far. Let's just, I'll preface with that. Um, I see a couple of INTs this week for Andy Dalton. And uh, the Dolphins are fourth in points to quarterbacks. So, so far, even, even Brady threw a couple picks last week. So I'm going to say sit Dalton this week. Uh, my must-sit running back, Carlos Hyde versus Baltimore. Baltimore is second in points to running backs. Uh, it's going to be a long day for the Cleveland offense. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Wide receiver, I said Kansas City wide receivers. Jacksonville is second in points to QBs. Tough matchups. I don't like. Uh, I don't really like any wide receiver versus uh, Jalen Ramsey, AJ Boye. D line's pretty good. Defense is good all around, really. Um, if you, I mean, it's tough to say. I would sit, if I had a viable option, I would sit Tyreek Hill this week. If I had another option that would, with a better matchup. And, I mean, like I said earlier, this is the week where you find out if Mahomes is matchup proof or not. And then my tight end, 
must sit. Eric Ebron versus New England. New England's first in points at tight ends. I think uh, Ebron's going to struggle to find the end zone this week, and he's really he seems to be pretty tight or uh, touchdown or bust. I mean, he does get a couple receptions, but uh, and there's not too many good options this week. So if he's your best tight end, I guess play him. And uh, the one upside is Doyle's not back yet, so Ebron's only the only li- or, uh, reliable tight end on that Colts offense. All right, for me, I got uh, do not start Sam Darnold. Broncos D is going to be pretty pissed off for how they finished that game last night, so I feel like they're going to have a pretty big game against the Jets, so don't start Sam Darnold. For the love of God, don't do it. You might die, honestly, in my opinion. <laughs> As for running back, uh, I would say do not start – Dalvin Cook against the Eagles. Dalvin Cook has not produced like many people have thought. I drafted him, so he's pissed me off. A little biased in there. But uh, Eagles, good run defense. Dalvin Cook's still a little injured. So we'll see how that goes. But I don't I don't imagine he's going to have a very big day. As for wide receiver, um, I'm going to say... I don't even know. <laughs> it's kind of tough. I'd say anybody from the Jets. Don't start anybody from the Jets. It's not going to be a good game. Don't And also don't start anybody from the Chiefs. I feel like the Chiefs are going to be shut down this week, even though I love Patrick Mahomes, as I touched on previously. But the Jaguars' defense is just too good this week. I feel like Patty Mahomes struggles. But, I mean, you would expect that from a young quarterback. It's a really good defense. And as for do not start tight end, anybody from the Dallas Cowboys, because they have a fucking tight end by committee over there. Rico Gathers, Swam, Jarwin. You don't know who's in ever. They're kind of all no names too, and no one really seems to stick out from there. So if you have a Dallas Cowboys tight end, I I would say uh, don't start him this week against the Houston Texans. You're hurting Unity even if you drafted a Dallas Cowboys tight end. Yeah, he must be in a fucking 20-man fantasy league. I, I will got... say, once before you get before you go too far, uh, I will say I've been surprised by Swaim. PPR-wise, if you're looking for like nine points a week, Swaim, not bad. Not bad at all. He, he is the number one tight end there, but... There's no, there's no over the top. I mean, yeah, he's going to get five, six a week, maybe score a toddy down or somewhere, but he's not going to be killing it. Yeah. I got uh, definitely going to yank Mahomes out of your lineup. Jacksonville is probably going to send him packing back to his house that night. That's not going to be good. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Dallas' D is looking good. They've shut down number one wideouts. Uh, Kenyon Drake, only because I'm frustrated because he's on my fucking fantasy team. I'm sitting him. And uh, Eric Ebron again, same thing Damo said. Looking rough. All right. Don, what are you doing over there? Not much. All right, with that, 
That's everybody's must-start, must-sits. We want to move into Savage of the Week, Don? Well, Savage of the Week, Pat Mahomes. Okay. Much as I hate to do it, Kansas City division rival, but he stood tall against the pass rush. He made a lot of completions outside the pocket, on the run, wrapped up, still passing, still completing passes. And uh, he came in a mile high, had a second half like I haven't seen in a while out of any quarterback. He uh, he did quite well for himself, and I respect it. So I'm going to give that to Pat Mahomes. Also nice left-handed throw for a first down. Ooh, that was sassy. That was sexual. Cocky. Cocky and sassy. I'll say that. Made a big-time play at a big-time moment. He's a PTP. <laughs> Prime-time player. Easy, Dion. Wasn't uh, – who the hell – one of the guys on the Monday Night Football was calling him Showtime last night. Showtime Mahomes. They might as well. He put on show for the crowd last night. He does it for the people. Uh, Savage of the week. I got uh, my boy, Mitchie T. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, stroke him. Stroke yeah. him right now. Sundays are for kissing titties. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 19 of 26, 354 yards, six tutters. Five putters in the first half, 43 fantasy points. Oh, yeah. Have yourself a day, young fella. Uh, thanks for the thanks for the W, pal. Uh, Bears are three and one heading to the bye week. I love it. Uh, appreciate you, pal. Um, I have an honorable mention, Savage of the Week. Uh, my honorable mention, Savage of the Week, Mike Vrabel. Oh yeah. Going going for it on fourth down three times, three for three on fourth down conversions. Uh, sets up for a field goal on fourth and two in overtime, down 23 to 20. Calls a timeout, says, nah, fuck it, let's go for it. And uh, a couple plays later, Corey Davis, touchdown. Uh, I like it. I don't know. There's balls. Buddy, buddy, buddy had to change. Yeah, buddy had to Buddy had to change out of his shorts and throw a pair of pants on because he was swinging his dick everywhere <laughs> after that one. Oh, yeah. And fucking Kahakis were in fucking handle and that schlong. <laughs> fucking big dick moment right there. Uh, all right. So my savage of the week is going to have to be uh, Zeke. A little bias again. You know, last week you said that loss was on him. He wasn't happy with his performance against the Seahawks. But he fucking comes out and rips like six yards of carry. Not to mention his big reception. Uh, the big reception coming towards the end of that game there, over the shoulder, with a dime by Dak, not a big deal. And then uh, honorable mention is going to be uh, my Michigan boy, Taylor Lewan. Shout out to him, got his autograph. Not to mention the way he was dressed after the game. Holy fuck. And Rocket. If uh-huh. I was fucking, if I was, if I wasn't a straight male, I would have been all over that guy. The fucking boots, you still, the you still were anyway. To get your jersey yeah, side, so, you had to take your shirt off. I did. <laughs> had to flash my tits. Kids out there putting the titties out. Oh, the fucking hat he was rocking. Oh, my God. He was looking like a fucking million bucks. Fucking GQ written all over that ass. All right. Slick as, slick as hell, and he said his wife's a dime? His wife is a dime. Smoke show. Oh, yeah. Absolute smoke piece. show. Nice. You know that big oh, I'm not even gonna go there. Anyway. <laughs> it's for another time. 
Here, here's okay. I'll sling out a couple savages. We're gonna throw out some respect to the big fellas, the big uglies. Taylor Lewan is a fucking savage because that motherfucker does not wear knee pads, knee braces, nothing. Just out there with his fucking chicken legs hanging out, and he's fucking throwing blocks, taking chops. Buddy's the savage. Savage number two. My boy Tyron Smith from the Cowboys. Out of 31 pass blocking snaps, he did not allow a single quarterback hit or sack. And he helped Zeke eat up 152 yards on the ground. Both savages. Both savages. I like it. All right, now we're working on uh, putts. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. Let me just talk to you a minute. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Case Keenum. We should no. have just we should have just banged out like six segments right at the beginning oh, when we Vance started talking Joseph. about Denver. Vance Let Joseph. me just talk to you a minute about Vance Joseph. Oh. All right. Vance Joseph couldn't make it in Miami. Okay, couldn't do it. <laughs> losing season, losing season, 500 season, garbage <laughs> head coach. John always said, you know what? Maybe this will be our Mike Tomlin. Maybe this will be our guy. No. Pay the man. No. Vance Joseph is a get a lead, play to not lose head coach. And you know what? That's fine and good when you're playing the Oakland Raiders. It is not good when you are playing the best offense in football outside of the LA Rams. Okay? They are gonna score their points. They're gonna. No you can't stop. I don't care how good your defense is, they're putting up twenty five, twenty seven. 30 points. Okay. So you get a lead, right? You're up by 10. They kick a field goal to go up by 10 in the third quarter. As soon as they kicked that field goal, I said, well, Denver lost. Okay. There's way too much time left, and I know Case Keenum ain't got it in him. The, The fact that Vance Joseph coaches to not lose games when he's already been on the hot seat. Okay. Last year, five and eleven. He should have been fired then. Now you're gonna play in a brand new year. You're saying, okay, let's do the same thing we did last year, and just try not to lose. And then you lose because that's exactly how that. I've seen this story play out so many times over the last four or five years. You cannot play to not lose. In the AFC West, you can't. I don't care if the Chargers, Oakland, Kansas City. They're all good football teams. You play to win. As soon as you get that lead, stack it up. Get 20 because they're going to gain back 17. It, it, it just upset me so much to watch the coaching of that game be so poor. And uh, he has to be my putz. I think he's been my putz of the week at least two or three times now. Just He's a fucking absolute lame. For the record, uh, Vance Joseph's never actually been your putts on the podcast, but you have been fired up about him, I know. I hate him. I hate him a lot. That's my putts. So, so uh, you, you felt like I did when Aaron Rodgers came trotting on the field second half of the first game. Yeah. When Aaron Rodgers came trotting on the field, Bears are up. I don't know. They're up like 
I don't know. They, they, I don't think it was twenty to nothing yet, but they're up. It was seventeen nothing. Aaron Rodgers comes trotting his happy ass on the field to start the second half. I looked at Shanna. I was like, "Fucking game over." She's like, "What?" Like, yeah, the Bears just fucking lost. Like, what do you mean? I was like, I've seen this story way too many fucking times. Yep. Aaron Rodgers comes trotting his happy ass on the field. Yeah, Bears just lost. I, I might even call the score. I might have told Shannon, I was like, 24-23, Bears lose. Bears are going to kick two field goals in the second half and game over. Yep. And uh, I was correct. I've just seen it too many times where Denver gets a lead and then they – they get away from what they've been doing the whole game. Running, they they average twelve yards a carry on the ground. They gave up on the running game. If you're gonna rest your entire season and don't make no mistake about it, this game was that season. Week four against Kansas City, that was the season. That game was so important. And you're going to let it rest on Case Keenum, the dude who literally sucked his, sucked dick all the way through his entire career until John L. He was like, yeah, I like this guy. I don't know how to spell his last name, but I'll pay him $18 million. What? He called him Case Keesum in a press conference, but you're going to pay him. You got to be kidding me. You're going to yeah. let that rest on that guy who has never proven not once. Besides Stephon Diggs making a ridiculous last-second touchdown last year when he had top-tier talent literally surrounding him, okay? You're not in Minnesota anymore, Dorothy. You got to fucking make some shit happen, okay? Stephon Diggs is not out there just making shit happen for you anymore. This is on you. You're getting paid. Look like a big-time quarterback or get the fuck on. Chad, I'm guessing, get the fuck I'm on. guessing you're hoping for the latter. Yeah, I'm hoping he leaves. I want Chad Kelly starting immediately. <laughs> I want Chris right, so. Joseph fired. I want Jack Del Rio back. A lot of things. Oh, fuck. All right. Is it, oh, is he done? Uh, is that it, Don? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, Cut him off. Done. That's only that's only about twenty minutes of this podcast dedicated to Vance Joseph being a pile of shit. He is a pilot. He's a dumpster fire of a human. Case cut, him, cut him, him, cut him off the Vance Joseph talk and fucking cut him off the Jamie. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you want to get a little closer to your computer? It's kind of scary just talking to a dark screen. <laughs> no, I'm kicked back in the chair. I don't feel like moving out. <laughs> So dark. Oh man. Like my soul. Yeah. Just can't have a beautiful soul. So just to recap, Vance Joseph, Pucks of the Week for Don. Yep. Case, I, I, just to clarify, <laughs> just wanted to make sure that's what we were talking about. <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh. I, so much hate. So much hate. You're bitter. You're very bitter. Very, very bitter. All right. So I'm going to be a little less fired up about my putts of the week. Um, my putts of the week, however, is Frank Reich, head coach, Indianapolis Colts. 
opposite side of my my sav my honorable mention savage of the week. Rabel, I gave him the honorable mention savage of the week because he was three for three on fourth down conversions, went for it in overtime, got the W. But so the reason I don't I think Frank Reich is the putz of the week is because he went for it on fourth down on his own side of the field, didn't convert it. He gave Deshaun Watson 24 seconds to throw a pass to DeAndre Hopkins, get him close, clocked it with three seconds left. That uh, Fair, I don't know how to say his fucking last name. Fairbarn. Fairbarn, Barron, whatever. Kicks a 37-yard field goal, Texans win. I like being ballsy. But on your on the other side of the fifty, yeah, I on your on in your own end, that's too ballsy for my liking to be going for it on fourth down, and there wasn't that much time left, so punting it away and getting it all the way down the like I, I I understand he doesn't want to play for a tie, but <laughs> I would much rather play for a tie than play for a loss, and that's exactly what the fuck he was doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But if he converted on fourth down and got in Adam Vinatieri's fucking field goal range and they and they won, then we'd be talking about him as the fucking savage of the week, and that just wasn't the case this time around. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I didn't like where he was being ballsy at on his own side of the field. Made it very easy for the Texans to win. All right, so uh, putts of the week for me is going to be uh, yours truly, myself, because uh, I had some bad uh, GM moves this week. Instead of going three and all like I usually could have, I went one and one and two, all because I didn't start Kirk Cousins, but I started uh, Josh Allen. So uh, there's that. Wow. <laughs> wow. He he impressed me. I thought, you know, playing against the fucking Packers defense of all things. Could have had, you know, at least a few more points than like 3.32, but that's besides the point. And also for uh, not starting Cooper Cup in one league, but I started him in another. But I won't blame it on bad service in Kentucky. Those motherfuckers fucked me. Fucked me good. So, yeah, just that... Uh, GM decisions. I'm an idiot. Got two L's. I deserve it. Which are going to come back hard next week. I always got to persevere. That's what we do. On to so week scrape, five. That's what scraping I do over that, here. Scraping that waiver wire. Uh, we're on to next week. Uh, we got the loss, but we're on to next week. <laughs> I love it. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Uh, All right. Putts of the week. We're on Thomas. The that's my putts of the week. Good one. Flipping off the bench in the cart in front of many fans and many viewers. How fucking dumb can you be? I mean, really? Everybody knows your situation. Everybody knows you're bitter. Fucking suck it up like everybody else and move on. This is this is an easy way out now. You don't have to do a goddamn thing for the rest of the fucking year if you don't have to. Non-contact injury breaks his leg. Sits on the cart and flips off the. I I I hate that. I can't stand it. Go get him, Jerry. Go get him. He's going to the boys next year, so I mean, I he'll hope be so. happy. 
I fucking hope so. He, he better tighten the fuck up then. Because Jerry ain't going to stand for that shit. Jerry will be putting Jerry on front street. literally stands for most things, so I think Jerry will stand for it just fine. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's why I thought that uh, Earl Thomas wasn't my putts. Here's, here's why he wasn't my putts of the week. Because he went out of his way. Like, and if, if he was smart, he would have done what Le'Veon Bell did, and he would have sat out. Like, if he was really upset with his contract, he would have sat out. But he's a good teammate, from in my eyes anyway. He's a good teammate for not sitting out like Le'Veon Bell did, coming back for his teammates, trying to get W's, and then broke his fucking leg. Le'Veon Bell is sitting out for this exact reason. Because right. next year, Earl Thomas is going to lose money. He's going to lose money for this fucking injury. Even though right. he's a sa- he's a I, fucking savage safety. I understand that. He's a great safety, great ball player. But you still have to set an example for everybody else. I mean, are you really going to sit there and flip somebody off while you're getting parted off? I mean, suck it up. Be a man. Get off the field. Go home. Get an OTPHJ and get over it. <laughs> Hashtag OTPHJ. If I'm making that much money, I'm not selling for an OTPHJ. Oh. You're right. Make that known. That's also true. I mean, I can understand an over-the-cast leg job, but not an OTPHJ. I like it. All right. Where are we up to next? I think we're just going to go to our takeaways from this week. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have one. I have one. We have a. We usually do an overreaction to a storyline from week four. If you want to touch on that. Okay. So you just take a storyline and you just you do something that you just say something that's completely ridiculous based on something that happened in week four. So Case Needham turns the ship around and wins a Super Bowl for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> that would be a week four overreaction. That would be a fucking. Fake news, what it would be. But my week four overreaction. Two wins in a row versus two very good teams. Titans win the AFC South this year. It may not be an overreaction. It could be realistic. Uh, yeah, but I like. It could be, though. Because what do the Titans have offensively, really? Like, without Delaney Walker? Even Mario, with Delaney Mario, Walker. Even with Delaney Walker, Mariota can't feel his fucking fingertips. Gripping the ball's a problem. Not even gripping his ball. I mean, that's a stranger every time he's stepping in a bedroom, you know? <laughs> Don, what's your week four overreaction? My overreaction is that the Broncos finish once again below 500 because they just can't figure it out on offense. They lose a lot of key players on defense, and the year after this, they're even worse than they have been the last two years. All right. So, uh, is that uh, your actual overreaction of the week? Yep. Alright. For me, it's uh, Cowboys fucking, they got the wheels rolling with Zeke. They're fucking undefeated the rest of the year. Fucking Super Bowl. Fucking Prescott throwing for 450 every fucking game after that. Fuck you, Donald. 
450's ballsy. I like it. Yeah, you got to overreaction, right? I don't think Dak Prescott's ever seen 450 is no fucking bit, but, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> overreaction. We'll go fucking yeah. 650 now. Yikes. All right. Cowboys run the table. Super Bowl champions, you heard it here first. All right. One more overreaction? Or no? No, we're good. All right. All right. So, so just give us a final thought, Don, heading into week after week four, heading into week five, what is one final thought going into week five? Patrick Mahomes is a legend in the making. Who would you compare him to as a quarterback? Drew Brees. Hmm. Really? Yep. I think he's better than Drew Brees. I think he's going to snap all his records. Okay. It's Drew Brees that can scramble a little bit better. I like mm, it. We'll see. All right. Uh, my final thought heading into week five is that uh, Jason Witten, Joe Tessitore need to be fired, and we need new announcers on Monday Night Football because I cannot listen to Monday Night Football anymore. Jason Witten's a fucking robot. He was a great tight end, not a great fucking announcer. And the only problem with Jason Witten is we tossed him into the fucking fire. Okay? We put him on Monday Night Football. Everybody's fucking watching. Any football fan watches Monday Night Football because there's no other fucking games on. Jason Witten needs to be on Fox at noon on Sundays and then work his way to Monday Night Football. Starting out on Monday Night Football, fucking rough. I like Booger, though. Booger McFarlane. Out of boy. Have you seen that motherfucker? Have you seen his fingers? His fingers are all fucked up besides his ring finger, which is the only real finger that he needs to show off that ring, but still, holy fuck. Google yeah, picture his fingers right now. He, he looks like, what's his name from Scary Movie? Was it Scary Movie 2? Where he's sticking his fingers in the mashed potatoes? <laughs> fuck, I don't know if that fucker even has a strong hand, because his fingers are jank. But the hand's not strong enough. <laughs> Stuff in the turkey. <laughs> His fingers are not good. Yeah. Playing the NFL, your hands are bound to get fucked up. But I actually like his insight more than most other (laughs) I told you. His his ring finger's in good shape. (laughs) It's 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 the only finger that's, you know, important, but holy fuck. What the fuck is going on with his pinky? I don't know. Just, All right. just dicked. Yeah, not good. Absolutely not. Absolutely not good. My takeaway from week four is that Patrick Mahomes is real. The hype is not just hype. I feel like he's going to do very well for the rest of his career. And uh, he could very well lead the Chiefs to a playoff spot this year. But, I mean, he'll definitely go through some hardships, but... He'll definitely pan out to be a quarterback that has done a lot of good things for the Kansas City Chiefs or wherever he plays after that. I like it. Brother? What are we taking away from week four? Yep. My takeaway from week four is uh, here we get a chance to go to Nashville and get pickled. Do it. Because it's fucking awesome. 
Absolutely. You guys go to Tootsie or what the fuck? Is it Tootsie's? There wasn't a bar that we didn't go to. I don't remember half of them. And if you ever go to Nissan Stadium, wear shorts, take a couple bottles of water, and if you're up in the nosebleeds, you might want to start working out before you go because by the time I got up there, I was shocked. <laughs> oh, oh, boy, I wasn't feeling it, that's for sure. I was hung titties. I was fucking, I was terrible. I couldn't keep my eyes open. I woke up. You know how, like, when you wake up and you're hung over and you kind of move your head and your eyes take, like, ten seconds to focus on what you're trying to look at? Uh-huh. That was all I had. But other than that, I was feeling good. As soon as I got out in the 82-degree fucking heat and I wore fucking uh, jeans, not yeah. a good call. Fucking jeans. kid was sweating. Kid was dying. I had liquor coming out of my arms. Mo had a wristband where he was wiping his mouth off every time he took a drink and then squeezed it off. Back into his cup for seconds. The boys got after it. Sounds like Jesus. All right. Ten out of ten. Or no, fuck it. Thirty out of ten. Recommend going to Nashville. I've been to Nashville once, but only only on an agenda. It was uh, for a uh, conference for work. I need to go. Yeah, need to go when it's not. Don't go on an agenda. Fuck yeah. go The agenda is to go on a fucking bender. Yes. Okay. And, okay, if you're going to go out on the town, if you're going to downtown, you're going to want to make sure you drink enough water and stretch because there's about a half a million fucking stairs in every fucking bar. Just be ready. That's all I'm saying. Stretch the hammies, stretch the quads, stretch the calves. Be ready. Yep. Yoga before Nashville. You gotta do a little. You gotta do your stretches. Yo, I shit my pants. No. <laughs> Great advice. With that, Don is fucking dead over there. Dead to the world. I think his pants caught his turd. No, I actually did just shit in my pants as an adult just now. So mm, that's great. No. And you didn't. You didn't put your depends on, did you? I did not. Mm. Well, that's a shitty situation. With that, though, I think we are done. That is uh, that is episode five, week four of the NFL, heading into week five of the NFL. Uh, and uh, with that, we will see you next week. Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, yeah. thanks, All guys. right, now. I'm going to go. Bye. I'm going to go vomit. I love you guys. Love you, too. Love you guys. Bye.